Hi, I'm Chris Apolito, and welcome to the Get Coached Podcast, where I'm documenting my journey from employee to entrepreneur while featuring the coaches that are helping me along the way. Each episode, these coaches provide actionable advice to help me and you, the audience, find more success as entrepreneurs. I invite you to join the journey so we can go and grow together. This is episode number three of the Get Coached podcast. And in this episode, I got a chance to sit down with Aaron Walker, who has founded more than a dozen companies over the past 41 years. And he attributes much of his success to having surrounded himself with his mastermind counterparts. Uh, He spent over a decade meeting with Dave Ramsey, Dan Miller, Ken Abraham, and five other amazing entrepreneurs. He's the founder of Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind that now hosts 15 groups with national and international members. He's the author of View from the Top, a must-read to fully understand how to live a life of success and significance, and also the founder of the Mastermind Playbook, an incredible resource for starting, running, and scaling masterminds. Aaron lives in Nashville, Tennessee with his wife, Robin, of 40 years, and he has two incredible daughters and five beautiful grandchildren. And we really dig into the mastermind side of of Aaron's business, and, and I really just wanted to learn as much as possible about masterminds such as you know what is a mastermind uh, how do you go about selecting one to join or if you're planning on starting how do you select the people that come in and i really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as i did with aaron walker hi aaron hey chris good to see you buddy you doing well i'm doing great Thanks for for joining. Um, oh man, I'm really excited it. for our conversation today. So when we we did kind of our pre-interview call, right? We you ended up sharing a little bit about your experience with masterminds and mastermind right. groups. So I was hoping we could dig into that. That'd um, be great. And my first question is is by your definitions, what is a mastermind group? Yeah, we uh, overcomplicate that. Mastermind groups are simply where two or more people gather together for the general consensus of the mastermind. You know, it forms a different thought and opinion when you have more than one person. So eight to 10 people is historically what I have found to be the perfect size mastermind. Okay. And then typically there's somebody who's taken the, the lead as far as organizing that m- mastermind. Right. And, and that's, a, I know that's something that you do and as well as a longtime friend of yours who some people may or may not know, <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Right. Um, and your guys' group is Iron Sharpens Iron, right? That's the, well, that's the no, mastermind group? No. Or? Actually, the company I own is called View From The Top. You can yeah. see it behind me. And within yeah. that, we have an organization called Iron Iron sharpens iron, and we have 15 mastermind groups that we facilitate. The group that I'm involved in with Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller and Ken Abraham, Jeff Mosley, some of those guys you may or may not be familiar with, we were called the Eagles. Oh, and we okay. met in Dave's office uh, here locally. We all live here in Nashville. 
Yeah. And I'm a native Nashvilleian. I've been here 60 years in Nashville. And we met in Dave's office for 10 or 12 years every Wednesday morning for about an hour and a half. Hmm. And we really did life together. And that is where I took the concept of the mastermind once I retired eight years ago and formulated it into the business that we now own called Iron Sharpens Iron. Right, right. And is it through, because uh, you also have a, the I, I believe it's called the Mastermind Playbook. We do. And what we did, and we can get into that in a little while, but people were calling me saying, how in the world are you scaling all these mastermind groups? They said, there's no way you're leading all those groups. Mm. And so people started paying me insane amount of money to train them and coach them to do what I've been doing very successfully. And our COO walked in my office one day and said, why don't we create a playbook to teach people how to do exactly what we've done. So it took us a year, took our entire team, and we created 30 professional videos and 90 worksheets and tools, templates, white label products, and that we've created what's called the Mastermind Playbook. And it walks you step-by-step how to start, grow, and scale your own masterminds. Here's the thing, Chris, people are really unaware of a couple of things. If I could just kind of dive into it a little bit. Yeah, go for it. First of all, they believe that they have to have the answer to everyone's question to host a mastermind. And that's a myth. There's nothing further from the truth. It'd be like you inviting me over for dinner and with eight or 10 other guests and everybody asked questions and you answered everything. Mm. Well, first of all, it wouldn't really do anybody any good right? Because Chris, as smart as you are, you don't have all the answers. You've had one life experience. You've had one path that you've lived your life. You've got one perspective that you've seen things through. The value of the mastermind is the perspective. So what we need is a competent individual that has solid core values that are willing to lay out the framework and host the mastermind group to where you invite other people to come together on a designated time. We do it once a week at the very same time, Monday at two o'clock, these 10 people meet together on a video conference. We get to know each other. We become very vulnerable and transparent and authentic with one another. Chris, the truth is me and you both, we're knuckleheads. We don't have it all figured (laughs) out. We don't have the answer, right? We pretend like we do sometimes, but the truth is neither one of us have all the answers. But when you've got a group of trusted advisors that are non-biased, they don't have a dog in the hunt. Whether they tell you the truth or not, they don't have anything to gain or lose. So they have no reason not to tell you the truth. Mm. So what you do is you get together, they learn how you think, your objectives, your goals, and then they help you, hold you accountable, give you the resources, give you the introductions. They challenge your thinking. That's why it's called iron sharpens iron is one man thinketh as that that he can sharpen one another. Proverbs 27, 17 is where that comes from. And so we really help take your life to that next level by sharpening one another. Yeah, I, I love the idea because it kind of plays to the the concept of uh, you are the average of the five that you spend the most time with. So being very selective about that and, and either forming or joining a mastermind, your odds are you're surrounding yourself with uh, some pretty high caliber people, right? And yeah. so for, for the audience, what would be, if, if they're, if they're, somebody who is thinking about 
uh, joining a mastermind, what would be some of your recommendations as far as how they would want to select uh, either an existing mastermind that's that's been created and 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 they want to join that one, right. or they're looking the other way, which is perhaps taking on a little bit more of that workload and facilitating it and forming it. But then, how do you how do you vet basically in one way or the other? How do you vet the group you want to join, or sure. how do you vet the people that are potentially going to join yours? Chris, when we first started out, we made a horrific mistake. What we did was we said, we're going to have a group that's going to meet on Mondays at two o'clock. And if you're interested, please contact me. People started mm. pouring out of the woodwork saying, Hey, I'd love to be in the group. We said, okay, you know, send us your money. Here's where we're at. Here's what, well, that was a terrible mistake because what we found out through that process is that they didn't align on their core values. And that is fundamentally one of the things that you have to do. You have to have the same core values because if you don't, you don't have anything to measure by which is good or which is bad, which is right or wrong. So the same core values are paramount. The other thing is, is that you want people with similar work ethic as you. You want people that's going to contribute. You want givers. You don't want takers. Recently, I had a gentleman call me, and you would probably know who it was if I told you. He knew he was a slam dunk to get in the group. He filled out the application. I called him up, and we talked, and I listened to him for 30 minutes, give kind of a dissertation on who he was and all of his accomplishments and the millions of dollars that he had made. And we get to the end, and he said, well, what do you think? And I said, I'm going to decline you. Hmm. <laughs> and he said, he, he, he didn't know what to say. He, he couldn't believe it. He said, what do you mean? And I said, you're a taker. You're not a giver. All you've done is you want to know the average income of every person that's in the group. What are they going to introduce to you? Who are they right. going to introduce to you? What are they going to give you? I said, what we're looking for are givers. Because if you give and you serve and you help and you bring a full cup and you bring ideas and you bring resources and you introduce people, can you imagine the natural reciprocity that happens as a right. result of you giving? And uh, I just told him that, you know, we're, we weren't looking. This is not a short-term thing. I want to tell you a story. So when I first started my first business, I was 18 years old. And I sold out. I was very fortunate. And I feel very blessed. I sold out at 27 years old. I was able to retire at 27, sold out to a Fortune 500. And then I thought, this is the American dream. I was broker than a convict when I started, you know, at 18. <laughs> and then at 27, I was able to retire. Well, I became uh, very uh, bored and depressed. I gained 50 pounds in about 18 months. I was getting in the bed in the middle of the day. My wife woke me up. She goes, this is not what I signed up for. What are you doing? And I said, I don't have any reason to get up. I don't have any reason to go forward. She said, you got to go back. You got to do something. So I went back and bought the company that I'd started with when I was a child and I'd worked there until I was a teenager and then went out on my own. Well, what I discovered through all this process was, is that it was just another hundred thousand dollars. It was just another business. It was just another, you know, bigger house and a nicer car and a vacation home. And I was on this treadmill. There's nothing wrong with stuff. I like stuff. I like to go on nice trips. I don't want to make money sound bad. It's not, I love to make money and I want to make more money, but I don't want it to be my God. I don't want it to be the only reason that I get up and work each and every day. Right. So August 1st, 2001, 19 years ago. Now I ran over and killed a pedestrian on my way to the office and it radically transformed my life. The paradigm shift of my life then changed 
And what I said was, is if I could get another chance to do this right, I want to focus outward and help other people understand their goals, their dreams. I want to help them accomplish what they're wanting to do. And that's what the mastermind has been able to do for me. See, isolation is the enemy to excellence. And if you want to really go far in life, you've got to surround yourself with competent people that will hold you accountable, that will let that veil down, and they'll be authentic and transparent and vulnerable, and they can help you understand how to get what you want and not lose your soul in the process. And so that's what these masterminds have allowed us to do. And that's why I'm such an advocate of being in these groups. So what you've got to do is find people with similar thought paths as you. You've got to find people that have that same aspirations. Because if you have one guy that's going to forsake his family and he's going to put them at the altar of money rather than being a great dad, great husband and a great community member and, you know, a great friend and a colleague. When you have people that are striving towards the same thing, you're going to reach your goal a lot faster. So we do an evaluation process. We have an application now, very extensive application whether you're joining one or whether you're going to start one, you need to have an application so you know what you're getting. Chris, if you were going to join our group, you would fill this application out. I would know everything about you and your family and your children. I would know everything about your past. I would know kind of where you were at financially. I would know everything of your goals and dreams and aspirations. And then I would ask you questions about what you can give to the group. Mm-hmm. What are your strengths, right? Not just your blind spots or your kryptonite, but what is your superpowers? How can you help the other members of the group? Here's the thing that's so good about our groups is that we're in single digit churn rate. We've had people meeting six years in the same group every single week because they're getting value. Their lives are getting better personally, professionally, and spiritually. Every dynamic of their life is getting better. So you have to go slow. If you're going to join a group, you want to get references. You want to get a dozen or so people that's been involved in those masterminds, and you want to talk to them at length. I'm a salesman. I can sell you anything. But when you talk to our members, they don't have any reason to tell you anything other than the truth. And so you really poll them. If you're a person of faith, you pray about it. If you need a consensus of your peers and colleagues, get that. Talk about it with your spouse because it's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. And your life transforms as a result of it. When we make these snap decisions, we get in these groups, we meet these people, we get out, we go to the next group. You're just bouncing around. You're not building those long-term relationships. So it's a very extensive process if you're going to be in one of my groups. Right. And that makes sense. I think anything worthwhile is is worth taking your time and vetting it and, and researching it and, and getting a solid understanding of what it is that you're getting into, whether, because it, then it becomes a, a case of investment, right? It's, it's, right. Not a, it's no longer just a financial investment. If you're going to invest that much time and energy to, and for entrepreneurs, that's, and for everybody, really, that's the, the most valuable resource that we all have, then you, you end up 
I feel like you would end up putting more weight on that decision and, and just taking it more seriously. So that makes sense. We don't want people that are not serious yeah, right? because it costs me so much effort and energy and money to replace a member. I'd rather take my time and get a solid individual that's going to be around for years. Mm -hmm. The reason I want them around for years is I get to know them. It's good for me as well, but the other members get to know them. They know they're serious. They know they, they're a confidant. They can count on them to show up and see, we go through life and we have acquaintances, but to have these real solid foundational relationships, it just takes time. Right. So kind of question, I guess, for my own myself is if somebody, if an entrepreneur is kind of at a crossroads and, and they're not really sure which direction to go as far as like, they know they need support, but now they're considering two paths. They're going, should I get a coach and, and get that one-on-one -on -one coaching or should I maybe join a mastermind? Mm -hmm. If their decision, I think the, the real answer would be if you could do both, you would do both. But right. what would you say would be the one that would make the most sense for kind of the average entrepreneur who's never experienced one or the other? I can say this with all honesty because I'm both. I have people that pay me a lot of money to coach them individually. And then we lead these mastermind groups. A lot of it determines your ability. First of all, the mastermind groups historically are less expensive than a one-on-one -on -one relationship with a coach. But honestly, the truth in my soul being, I believe that the masterminds can add as much value, if not more value than a coach. And I'm talking myself out of business when I say that, yeah. but the truth is, is that you're getting the consensus of a dozen people, 10 right. people, eight people, then you are one. And the specific one-on-one -on -one interaction with a coach for a short period of time can get you over a hurdle a little bit faster. And it's very good for you. And I've coached hundreds of people that's paid me tens of thousands of dollars to coach them. And they've reaped great benefits and rewards as a result of it. But for the long haul, I've been in a mastermind group every week now for two decades. Now I wouldn't do that because I'm a busy person. I wouldn't do that if there weren't value there, right? Even before I started Iron Sharpens Iron, I spent 12 years. I would leave Nashville. I would drive to Franklin. I would meet with Dave and all those guys. I would drive back. It would take four hours out of my day every Wednesday for a dozen years. Hmm. Now, I wouldn't do that if it hadn't added an inordinate amount of value. Now, some of your listeners right now are going, well, yeah, who wouldn't be in a group with Dave Ramsey <laughs> right. and those guys? But let me point out something. They weren't then who they are now. That's right. Yeah. See, Dave and I started together when Dave was on one radio station in Nashville, and he gave me advertising to try him. Okay? He had three employees and him. I was his second sponsor. I sponsored his show 21 consecutive years. We became friends. And as a result of the mastermind, as a result of these people forging their thoughts and encouragement, all of us grew our businesses very well. And so just bear in mind, they weren't then who they are today. Dave mm. now is on seven or 800 radio stations, but he wasn't decades ago. And all I'm saying is, is that you can get around a group of people. You can do the same thing if you'll be consistent as we've been over the course of our life. I've owned 14 businesses now over the course of 41 years. 
And we didn't do that by happenstance. I mean, we really poured the effort and the energy. We built the resources, the relationships, and then your success comes over time. So be patient, think through it. There is no shortcuts, right? We've got to put in the reps. We've got to do the work. And you have these relationships that hold you accountable. There's not a person listening to me that can't have the same level of success that we've had. I mean, I did it on a high school education, okay? I don't have a college education. I didn't have any money, zero, when I first started my company. I had two partners, and I had to give away two-thirds of the business for nine years in order to make enough money to go out on my own and do the things that I've done. So you got to put in the hard work. I've worked all night at my companies, washed up in the sink, changed clothes, and stayed there and worked the next day. And at night, go out and put flyers on windshields and in mailboxes. And you do that grind over and over and over. And then you can look up one day and go, man, I've built something amazing. But it takes the camaraderie of these people around you to spur you on to that level of success. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's got my... I, I'm I'm thinking about revisiting. I'd shared that I I tried forming a mastermind, but um, oh, maybe here's a good question. So, what's what's one of the most common mistakes that people make when they themselves are going out and trying to form uh, a mastermind group? Well, when the COO I told you that came in my office and said, "Why don't we build the framework?" That's where I find out that people really get tripped up is they don't know what to do. Let's just hypothetically say they know some people, but they don't know what to do. Well, through trial and error, we have figured out exactly what to do. And we made some boneheaded decisions early on with how we formed our masterminds. But we have the social proof now that single-digit churn rates in 15 groups, and we're growing very rapidly, just launched a women's division also. So the 15 groups are men. We just launched a women's. The minute we announced it, we had enough people to fill up two groups immediately because they know the value that we offer. So the mistake that happens is you get in there and you say, okay, I got these people. What do I do with them? Well, see, we've laid the framework out. We have the accountability tools. We have step-by-step what you do. We offer 30 months worth of themes, questions, and topics that you discuss in the group. We've already got the structure laid out for man in the middle. It's kind of the hot seat. We've got the structure laid out for the rotation. We've got the structure laid out for the leaders of the group. We've got a course within this playbook that teaches you how to train facilitators so that you don't see like when you do one-on-one coaching or you have one or two mastermind groups and you leave and go on vacation, the money stops, right? But when you grow these groups and you have facilitators running it, I'm not even in eight of the groups and I still make a lot of money every single month because I've got the framework laid out. I've got the playbook. I know exactly what they're going to do. I teach them exactly how to run the groups. I go on vacation. I come home. I've got more money than when I left, right? Because I've got a business. See, when it's one-on-one coaching, what you have is a job. You don't have anything that's saleable. But Mm -hmm. when you have a scalable mastermind group with other facilitators that don't rely and depend on you as the facilitator personally, now you've got a business. You've got somebody that is interested in buying that. Plus, it's a one-to-many. The coaching is one-to-one. The one-to-many, you know, it's just exponentially better as far as the financial model. Here's the thing that people ask me about the amount to charge and things like that. Let's just use for this conversation, this example, $500. 
$500 is not a very expensive mastermind group, quite honestly. Ours are $575 to be in our groups. But $500, two groups is a six-figure business, and we're only talking about 20 people. Hmm. Right? You can take your Rolodex and come up with 20 people like that that would join your mastermind group. And when you have the framework, the questions, the themes, the titles, the accountability tools, the lead magnets, you have everything in place. You have great confidence in inviting people to come and be in your mastermind. Right. Well, I'm inspired. I'm thinking there probably should be a get coached mastermind eventually. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I'm, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm inspired. Uh, I think anybody listening to this would be inspired themselves as far as whether they wanted to join a mastermind to be able to take, uh, the, the value of the collective group. And, and really, like you said, having that mindset of, of giving before trying to take that's, that's sure. really the key. Uh, something I learned a while ago from a good book uh, called The Go-Giver, which yeah. I'm sure you're familiar Bob Berg. with. Yeah, that's one of my favorite books around that subject. Um, or, He's a good friend of mine, Bob Berg. Uh, yeah, yeah I've interviewed him a number of times and uh, we talk pretty frequently. Bob's a great guy. He That book literally changed the path in which I was going. Because oh, I'll tell just, him. I'll tell him next yeah. time I talk to him. <laughs> so, and I think other people are going to be inspired to to maybe add a mastermind component to their business. Maybe they're already doing uh, coaching or or some other type of one to one type service, and now a mastermind is just a, a method to be able to go one to many. Which is again kind of the whole idea behind this podcast is I wanted to help as many people as possible. Sure versus trying to just sit down one-on-one and, and help. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. So Aaron, what I like to wrap up every episode with something sure. that we can assign to the audience as far as like an actual next step that mm-hmm. they can, that they can do to, to maybe sure. elevate their, their, <laughs> their, their life to their, their business. What, what, but, what would you think? That's a great, like- that's a great thing to do uh, because knowledge is useless without execution. And so if we don't execute, then we're not going to grow. Yeah. A couple of the points I wanted to mention also, this is a location independent industry. And so when it's virtual, I can be in Hawaii leading a group or I can be on a cruise ship or I can be in my office uh, and it doesn't go away. And here's the beauty part about it is it only takes you a couple hours to lead two groups a week. And there's not many businesses that can return six figures to you uh, a couple hours a week. And so there's other behind the scenes work that goes into it. Obviously, I don't want to paint a picture that everything's roses. There's a lot of hard work initially in getting this started. But once it is up and going, it self-perpetuates. And then the members invite other members. You start other groups. And so, listen, if I can go from 60 months ago to no groups to 15 groups and growing uh, with what we've got in place, that is social proof that it works. Right. So the actionable step would be to go to themastermindplaybook.com forward slash Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. And that's a place that you can go and you can learn more about what we do. The other thing is, is the investment, I don't mind telling you, I mean, it's no secret, it's $7,500 to buy the playbook. But one group in 45 days returns 100% of your investment. And there's no other business opportunity out there that you can get 100% of your investment back in 45 days. And that only requires 10 people. 
Yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't take long at all before you can really maximize your profits in this. A lot of coaches, influencers, independent thinkers, podcast hosts, they're doing this because they've already got an audience and they've already got people that want to learn. The only thing you need is the platform. And that's what we provide. We provide yeah. the platform and the framework. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I, I think that's a great, great place to wrap up. Cool. Um, go, I think I would urge everybody to go take advantage of that and, and download the resources available. And uh, yeah, if so, Aaron, if, if there's, what are, where are the other places that people can find you? If yeah, they want to reach right. out? yeah, we're on all social media platforms, but the easiest place to find us is viewfromthetop.com. Uh, all of our contact information is there. I'm pretty easy to find. You type in Aaron Walker on Google, and we've made ourselves very easy to find. The thing I want to leave you with today is this, and it doesn't have anything to do with mastermind groups. When I was a child, my mom instilled in me, this little saying, she would say, can't, couldn't do it, and could did it all. And I've developed a mindset of I can do things. And Chris, I know that we're all afraid of things, primarily failure. And I simply want to leave you with fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure and develop a mindset of you can do something and you can easily surpass the level of success and significance that we've had over the course of four decades. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me as your guest. I've really enjoyed being with you today. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. I really appreciate the words of wisdom and, uh, yeah, I will. I'm going to be re-listening to my own episode here a couple of times, I think. All right, buddy. Thanks right. a lot. I enjoyed it. We'll see you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Get Coach Podcast. If you're looking for more information, you can head over to our website, which is getcoachedpodcast.com. You'll find the show notes for this and every other episode there. And if getting actionable advice every week from professional coaches is something you want more of, then make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.